What's up, pretty people? It's your girl, Pretty Ricky, and this is Pretty Perfect Not, where being pretty does not mean you are perfect. <laughs> Y'all do not know how long I've been practicing that, and I just aced that. I really did. Um, so, yes, as you know, that this is my new show, Pretty Perfect Not, and things will be a little different this first episode, so bear with me. Um, but I loved the the outline and how I conducted myself when I did Sip and Spill with Slick. Like, that was an amazing show. Don't even think that this one is comparable, right? But the way I want to do things this time are totally different than I've done before because I feel like I'm a different person. I'm a new person. So that requires me to move differently, talk differently, conduct myself differently. So... I'm excited. <laughs> so let's just hop right into it. Um, if you were a OG follower of Sip and Spill, like, and that means you've been following us from the beginning of time, even if it wasn't the beginning of time, you just was a follower of Sip and Spill, um, you know that we did a segment on the show called Sip and Spill with Slick. I mean, not Sip and Spill with Slick. <laughs> Spill what you would say, right? And I love that segment because we could just take any line, any question, any topic, and you basically just give your opinion on what you think of it, right? So I kind of wanted to do something similar. So today I'm going to introduce, it's called Pretty Petty, right? And the object of this time is when I say like a question or a topic or whatever the case may be, if it's something that's specifically talking about specific people, you're going to either say if they conducted themselves pretty, which just means like they kept it cute. You kept it cute, right? <laughs> which just means you just, you went about things the right way. Or you were petty. You, you just was petty boots, like, period. So today's question i'm excited i'm so excited i don't know if you can tell um is will you eat something no will you eat someone's food from the fridge knowing it's not yours and either you're going to keep it pretty you're not going to eat somebody's food and you know it's not yours and it's in the fridge and you know they probably been waiting on it it's been in their mind for forever probably since the night before, right? Or are you gonna be petty and just take them bites? Sayonara, you're gonna pay for another meal. <laughs> I think for me, um, hmm, I'm gonna, in this situation, I'm gonna be pretty. I don't think I would eat somebody else's food in the fridge, only because like for me, like if somebody did that to me, I would, it, one or two things. I would either be angry, cause don't mess with my food, please don't. Or I would be sad, cause like, why did you do that? Like, you knew that was mine. So why would you eat my food in the fridge? You know what I'm saying? So I think I would keep it pretty in this, in this situation. Like I, I wouldn't even do that to somebody else. And hopefully nobody does that to me. I don't think I've ever experienced that before. That's just terrible. <laughs> That's just wrong on all aspects. <laughs> Um, so, yes, that was the new segment, Pretty Petty, where you either be pretty, keep it cute, or you be petty, petty boots. <laughs> um, I hoped you liked it. I don't know. We'll see how that one goes. We'll see how I'm feeling that. Um, but today's topic, I think, 
to spark off the show, to just start it off, um, is one that, well, all the topics that we're going to talk about this season and this, this show um, are going to be dear to my heart. But I think this one right here is like a great starting point for us to just dive right into it. And today's topic is going to be self-discovery. And I just felt like that was such an amazing topic because that's just a great starting point, like self-discovery. And then you could open up an umbrella of things to talk about under self-discovery, right? Um, But to start it off, like, what does self-discovery even mean? Like, what does that mean to you? What does that look like? And for me, I felt like self-discovery was finding out who you truly are, in a sense, right? Um, Figuring out everything about yourself, uh, what hobbies you like, what passions you have, what you don't like, what are some areas you need to improve on, what's your purpose, like so many things under the umbrella of self-discovery, right? And for me, it's like, okay, in the beginning of that self-discovery journey, because I do feel like it's a journey that you have to go on for self-discovery. During that journey of self-discovery, I had to figure out what I liked, what what were my interests, like what what caught my eye? (laughs) You know, because I always felt like during life, I've, I've done things that I had like, I wouldn't even say had. You know when you do sports in high school or whatever the case may be, those are just, your interest at the time, right? But when that cutoff comes, it's like, okay, I'm not doing that sport because I'm not doing it in college or whatever the case may be. So what are my interests in life? Like, what do I actually like? I don't know if other people experience that, but that was just my experience. It was like, what, what is me? Like, what do I, what do I want to do, you know? And that came with finding out stuff about myself exploring like dating yourself I don't know if people ever experienced that before but that is something that you should do is definitely date yourself um so that's what I started to do I started to take myself out by myself I don't I'm not advising advising a lot of people to do that because you know that's that can be a scary thing for certain people like to go off by yourself I think the first time that I did it was very scary only because you know I'm a very petite woman um to go out somewhere by myself that I'm not meeting anybody but um to just be in that peace and be alone and to like learn stuff about yourself without other individuals or other distractions. And I don't want to say distractions in a, a nasty or mean way, but distractions that are around you to really only focus on yourself. And um, when I started to do that, like that was just such an amazing thing. Like I did not think I would ever do that because I used to see people back in the day and they used to be <laughs> at the restaurants, you know, uh, in the booths by themselves or out to eat, let's say at Panera's by themselves. And I used to be like, oh my gosh, that person doesn't have any friends. Like, (laughs) why would you come somewhere by yourself? But now that I'm older, I feel like, oh my gosh, I totally understand why. You wanna be by yourself and just enjoy your own company sometimes. And uh, that comes with self-discovery, it really does. So I had to figure out what I liked um, and that came with learning I love to paint. That is one of my hobbies, I love to paint. Um, am I good at it? Uh, that's questionable. I feel like I'm learning. Um, but then again, I'm very hard on myself. I, that's one of my, 
we'll get into that. But yes, I'm very hard on myself. Um, so I will look at some of my paintings and think that I've done a terrible job when they are actually amazing. <laughs> so yes, painting is one of my hobbies and it took me a while. Um, I think my sister, she's the first person that introduced painting to me. And I used to see her do it a lot and I used to be like, oh, in my thought, in my in my head, it was, I don't think that that's something that I'm good at. Like, I'm not good at drawing. Like, oh no, I'm not going to paint. <laughs> I'm never gonna be good at that, right? And then the first time I did it, I'm like, oh, well this is pretty soothing. This is very calming. I like this, right? Keep doing it some more, then I'm seeing I'm actually getting good at it and, and then really good at it and then amazing at it. And I'm like, I enjoy this time by myself painting. I could be by myself painting and, and, and being in a calm set, setting. I love going out to the beach and painting too. That's an amazing thing to do. Um, but yes, being in a calm setting and just having myself, my, being at peace, some sort of peace, right? So I found out that while dating myself that that's one of the things that I like to do. Like I enjoy doing that. And even before I learned about painting, podcasting, like <laughs> that's one of my hobbies. I enjoy doing this. This is one of my passions actually. So it's just like, and this was just upon, I don't even know, yes, self-discovery. Like, it's an amazing thing. Learning that I actually like to speak and have dialogue and have nice conversations, like stimulating conversations. Like, this is things that I enjoy and it became one of my hobbies when I started it. And now it has gradually changed into one of my passions. So. I would say those are things that I discovered about myself. So if you haven't discovered anything about yourself that are your passions or your hobbies or anything of that nature, I really advise you to, like I said, date yourself, take yourself out and, and explore and try new things, try everything. Even if you don't know where to start, like literally just start trying things, <laughs> literally just start trying anything. I, I don't wanna say anything, right? But just try to, start those interests that you always have that you didn't have the courage to start before like start there if you don't know where to start but um yeah figure out what your hobbies and your passions are like that will start to mold you into like the the being that you're ultimately supposed to be in life like who your purposeful being is supposed to be right so start to do that um besides learning your passions and your hobbies right i started to learn what i don't like um, and uh, that's a long list of things. I don't really want to get into too much of that, but you'll learn like, um, I don't like drama. Let's say that for one, right? So I don't want to put myself in drama filled situations or settings or around crowds of that nature. So it's just like, that's probably why I'm more to myself or around a, sp group, a specific group of people, right? Um, so I learned that about myself. So, you know, learning that and that was one of my dislikes. Um, I don't know, like gossiping, that's really one, right? Um, I don't know. No, I do know. But everything's running through my mind all at once, right? Um, let's see. I don't like, this is, this is something that I realized too. Um, I don't like using or talking 
harshly to the people that I love, right? That's something I don't like. And I don't like people doing that to me if I love you. So it's just like when we're having conversations, I ultimately want it to be a conversation. And that's one thing that I had to learn. I, I think um, I've been tested in this new season of life with a lot of, I wouldn't say arguments, but um, conversations that I had with a lot of people. And they've been tough conversations for the most part. Um, but I realized that I do like to hear both sides of the story. And ultimately, like the goal is always to, when you have a conversation with somebody, is to always come up with a, what? A solution, right? So it's just like, that's my ultimate goal. So I know now, well, things that I don't like is when I'm talking to people that I love or just people in general, like there's, no, there's not gonna be any, I'm not doing the back and forth. I just don't like it. It's, I don't know if people understand. It's kind of draining sometimes. Um, so yeah, uh, I would say that's one of my dislikes. Um, but yeah, so on top, so if you don't know your dislikes, all around, and I mean like dislikes with you solely, it might be some of your self-dislikes. Um, what is it? Uh, dislike with conversations that you have with people or dislike with interactions that you have with people or dislike that you have in your environment. Whatever your dislikes or don't likes are in life, like figure that out, like really do. That helps you, I swear to you, because then you're gonna say like, oh, I'm not gonna put myself in those situations or I'm not going to be that type of person. Whatever the case may be, like you're gonna end ultimately end up being in some sort of change and that change is ultimately going to lead to your growth so if you haven't figured that out please do right i encourage people to do that um after figuring out what i don't like i figured out areas that i needed to improve on myself right um i think that's a very important thing because that is a big piece in self-discovery <laughs> Figuring out areas that you you need to improve on because ultimately, like I, I'm, I'm probably gonna repeat myself a couple times, but you want to find your purpose in life, right? So to find your purpose, um, you have to figure out areas that you need to tweak into ultimately being the best version of yourself, right? Self reflection, looking in the mirror, like you have to do that. That is a requirement. I feel like, right? Um, so I definitely feel like I've done that in this season of my life and I'm not even gonna lie y'all it's been the toughest thing like the toughest thing that you could do I'm not even gonna sit here and fake and act like it's all peaches and cream it is not okay that to look in the mirror to actually look in the mirror at yourself and look to see what areas that other people when they look at you what they see that is not kind or nice or like having nice character, whatever the case may be, when they look at you and they see those things and they've been critiquing you and you've been just not listening, when you actually listen and take into consideration what people say, um, it's, at first it's gonna be some denial because you're gonna be like, no, I don't act like that. But then you're gonna be like, oh, okay, I do. These are things that I need to change. I, I really can't keep going on the same way that I have been. So I feel like for me, um, some areas that I definitely needed to improve on would be my attitude. That's probably number one. Oh my gosh. And I don't even think that I'm fully there, 
but I've made a lot of improvements. Like I am not the same person that I was. I don't conduct myself the same way or in the same manner that I did before. Um, I don't talk to people the same that I did before. And um, I realize my growth with that every single day. And I think my job has a lot to do with that. Um, I'm tested a lot at my job in the way that I have to react to people, right? And check my attitude in the way that I respond to people when they're in their emotions. Like, I don't want to respond emotion off emotion. Like, that is just a no-go. <laughs> so me learning that was just a crazy experience, me learning how to conduct myself and my attitude. Um, it was just nasty. Like, I would... If things just didn't go my way, it was my way or the highway. Literally, like, my way or the highway. And that's not okay. I feel like that was very selfish of me and my actions in the past. And I feel like now I'm very self-aware um, in how I talk to people, the things that I say. Because I felt like sometimes the things that I would say can potentially be hurtful to the person I'm talking to. And I wouldn't realize it because, you know, I wouldn't say that it's okay to say everything Say whatever you want to when you're angry, because that's never okay. But I would say whatever, not whatever, because it wouldn't be too crazy now. Don't think I'm out here wilding, okay? Um, but I would just say whatever I wanted to, and sometimes I didn't care if I was hurting the person that I was talking to while I said it. And that's something I had to check myself on, my attitude, and the way that I conduct things when things don't go my way, when the whole world is like crashing down around me. <laughs> How to really conduct myself in, in a peaceful manner, no matter what. Like, literally, that took me a very long time to do. And now that I've mastered that, oh, it's amazing because things can just be going on like around you that are just crashing down, falling and burning down. And you're like having a positive attitude about it. That took me a very long time to do. Like having a positive attitude that it'll all work out for the good. Like God is good. Let me say that. God is good. And knowing that he is good, you know everything is going to be good. No funny. And me looking in the mirror and dealing with my attitude in that type of way, like I felt like that was just great. Um. Yeah, self-reflection is just an amazing thing. Learning, learning that. Um, learning in areas where I would be, I would make myself emotionally unavailable. Looking in the mirror and realizing that, like, that's not okay. You know what I'm saying? I would put myself in instances or oh my gosh I don't even know if I said that correctly but instances in situations where I would know that I'm not emotionally available to even partake in whatever I was going to partake in and I would do it anyway and that right there was selfish oh my gosh I'm glad this is who I used to be because that was very selfish okay two selfish things that I just talked about um but yes like I realized that the things that I was doing were uh, really affecting the people around me. And I had to change that. That was something that I just, when, when you finally look in the mirror and look at yourself and really are, really have the heart to do the improvements. Now you can't look in the mirror and 
just be like, oh, I'm just going to look in the mirror and I'm not going to change anything. That's just not going to do anything. But when you really want to make those improvements, like, that is a tough thing. Like, it's scary because some things you really didn't even realize. I knew, I always knew I had an attitude problem. Um, I kind of always knew I was emotionally detaching myself. Well, no, I wouldn't say I always knew. I kind of figured that out uh, maybe like a couple years ago. And when I did, I was like, oh, my God. This is crazy. Like, I have to stop this. I, I can't be emotionally unavailable because then it's like people will never really get to feel my heart or see my heart. I I really won't be very vulnerable with people. Like, and and when you really want to find real connections with people, real friendships, um, just your being real with your family, real connections with like you know boyfriends and girlfriends whatever the case may be husbands and wives um that is something that is very important you know so all of this is under self-discovery like and one thing and i've probably said this a couple times finding your purpose is under self-discovery too and I'm not saying that you'll find your purpose today or tomorrow or next week. Um, I think I'm still, I wouldn't say battling with my purpose. I feel like I know what my purpose is. I think I'm just battling um, the confidence to step in those shoes of what my purpose is. Um, and that's something that I have to talk to God about. So that's my main man, you know? Um, so that conversation or in that, that, that relationship that I had to build, I have to build with him to be confident in myself, to step in those shoes, like, um, yeah, whenever that time comes. But yes, you need to find your purpose in life and what your calling is and what you were made to do. Uh, we were all created for a purpose. Don't ever get it wrong. Everybody's life is meaningful. I truly feel like. Um, so since your life, everybody's life is meaningful, you have a purpose. You have a reason as to why you're here. Um, there's a reason why you're still alive, too. Um, so you have to figure out your everyday goal should be trying to find what your purpose is or moving towards your purpose. Like, that should be, be your everyday goal, I feel as though. So the day that you die, <laughs> and when you find it, you live it and you walk it out. Like, that is, yeah, but... So if you haven't figured out your areas of improvement, I advise you to do that. Start some self-reflection. Ask your friends to critique you on the things that you need to work on. That might not go well for everybody. <laughs> you know. But I always advise people, when you have these conversations with the people that you love, because ultimately these people that you are going to have these conversations with are people that you admire, adore, you ultimately love. Um, always know that don't take offense to anything that they're going to say because it will always come up from a place of love, right? Even if they're critiquing you. Like, it will always come from a place of love. So always remember that. Um, so ask them if you don't know where to start when it comes to figuring out what you need to improve on. Um, write down things that you already know that you need to improve on and then check it off day by day, whatever it is start somewhere and then after you do that like I said start trying to spend time with yourself and, and I advise you to talk to God literally like have conversations with God about what your calling is what your purpose is what are you here to do what he put you here to do like yeah get close to him like I really advise you to do that definitely um and then even so with 
figuring out self-discovery because I did say in the beginning that it's an umbrella, right? Self-discovery, you can talk about a, a whole bunch of things. Under the umbrella of self-discovery, I feel like it comes with self-awareness. And um, even self-awareness itself could mean a whole bunch of things, but um, I'm talking about like being aware of your self-love level. You know, how much do you love yourself? How much are you in love with yourself? How much do you love about yourself? <laughs> These are things that you have to now become aware of. And if there's areas that you now have like self-hate towards that you don't like about yourself. I know for a, a long period of time, um, I hated, not hated, well, yes, hated my height. How short I was, right? How tiny I was. Like, it just, I, it just annoyed me. I got over it, of course, because I'm going to be like this height for forever. <laughs> it does not matter anymore. Um, but for a long time, I did not like that about myself. Everybody that I was around was very much so taller than me. Um, <laughs> and don't laugh at my pain, people. Only I can laugh at my pain. But everybody around me was just so much taller than me. And I would be in settings like a bar or a club and let's say I don't have on high heels I just want to be regular like sometimes a girl just wanted to be just chilling you know a night of chillness um I would feel freaking suffocated anywhere I was <laughs> because I was just so tiny and I just hated that about myself and I kind of just didn't want to go out a lot of places because I did not want to be out it just was very uncomfortable to me um I just didn't want to do it and that is something that I had to like get over. So once you figure out what you love about yourself and then you come into what you hate about yourself, then you gotta find ways to, to actually turn that hate into love. Like turn the things that you didn't like about yourself into things that you, you thank God for giving you the uniqueness about you. Like, um, I this is petty too, but my freckles, like I did not like those about myself for a very long time. And that is not going away. Every time the summertime comes, I get more. <laughs> um, and then I seen TikToks of girls putting on fake freckles. And I'm like, y'all put on fake freckles? Y'all like that? This is stuff y'all like? Oh, okay. But even before that, like, I already came into, oh, I love this about myself. But even after that, I'm like, it's comical because the things that you may not love about yourself, people love about you. Like, so don't even trip. Like, turn that hate into love literally so once you do that for self-awareness like i swear like it'll take you to a, a whole nother level i promise you one thing i did learn about self-awareness too is satisfying your inner kid and i don't mean that in a negative way right i seen this uh video and it was this girl she took her boyfriend out on a date or I think it was a date, and they were flying kites. By the way, I've never flown a kite. I need to fly a kite. That's my inner kid. One of my inner kid dreams, right? So she was showing the video and the footage of taking him on this date, and like he was smiling from ear to ear, and she said that, and she's like, oh my gosh, like he's, he's satisfying his inner kid. And when I heard that, I'm like, wow, yeah, like that's amazing. People. I feel like certain people, and I'm not saying me specifically, but maybe for him or maybe for other people, you've been dealt certain cards and put in certain situations to where you couldn't experience those little things like flying a kite. And 
you doing that inner kid thing and satisfying your inner kid, like, that was just an amazing enjoyment, like, a fulfillment that you didn't know you needed, but you needed. Like, so it's the, it's, that's something so little. And I feel like those are things that we could do to help be more self-aware. Like, what are those things that you never got a chance to do that you want to do? What are those things that you admired as a kid that you never got a chance to do that you you need to? Like, in order for you to be like, oh my gosh, I finally did it. Whatever the case may be. Um, definitely flying the kite for me. I've never done that before. Um, anything, like, adventurous in a certain aspect. Um, it's satisfying my inner kid because I don't think I was very adventurous when I was a kid. I was more so like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. like, And I feel like now I'm like, yes, bring it on. Whatever that is. I don't know what that was just now. Um, but yes, um, I feel like now I'm satisfying that part about myself. And that feels amazing. So whatever your inner kid is, figure that out. Whatever your inner desires are from when you were in your childhood, do those things. Like, I swear you, you will enjoy it. <laughs> you will really enjoy it. And um, besides inner kid, right, satisfying your inner kid, um, I feel like becoming self-confident, right? That also, I think self-confidence is probably tying into self-love. But yes, being confident in who you are wholeheartedly, like no matter what, everything about yourself. Walking into rooms, being confident. Walking into your job, being confident. Walking back home after your job, being confident. Like walking into social settings, being confident. Whatever that is, you need to be confident in everything, everything possible that you do. And me learning that was just amazing. So now I feel like, um, I'm totally different from what I used to be after saying all of this. But yes, I could be more social. I think I was more timid so back in the day to like have dialogue with people, talk to people, start conversations with people, like see new people and be like, oh my gosh, she looks cool. I want to be her friend. I'm not going to talk to her. Like, no, mm -mm. it's totally different now. So learning that self-confidence will take you to another level. So if you haven't done that, uh, yeah, discover that. Like self-discovery, we'll be talking about, baby. Self-discover, discover that about yourself, okay? That self-confidence. Um, and the last thing in self-confidence and self-awareness is to pour into yourself. Like, do you pour into yourself? Do you, you nurture yourself? Do you take, take the time and, and, and give yourself that TLC, tender love and care? Do you do that? Do you pour into yourself? Do you, you, you pour knowledge into your mind or work out and be healthy, eat healthy food because that's pouring into you too? Like, do you pour into yourself? And I really had to ask myself that question because I felt like I would have excuses like, oh yeah, I do, mm -hmm, for sure. But girl, I had to self-check myself when I looked in the mirror. Uh, working out every couple months is not, mm -mm, that's not pouring into yourself. Eating this terrible food that's making you feel bloated and your gut is just expanded and you feel gross and groggy, like, that is not pouring into yourself. Not learning new things, new words, new vocabulary, expanding your mind, pushing it to the next level, like, that's not pouring into yourself. Um, so, yeah, I had to self-check myself in a lot of areas, and I feel as though that's important to do. Um, I feel like 
once you do that, you are unlocking doors to your inner being, truthfully, honestly. So, yeah, and then even if you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm pouring into, into myself, like, whatever the case may be, because I used to think that, too, after, I, you know, I held all that, and it's like, do you pour into your self more than, I mean, do you pour into other people more than you pour into yourself? Because if you do, then you're not pouring into yourself correctly. Mm -mm. And I'm not saying that in a selfish way. Um, I do feel like it should be a balance, but you should definitely pour into yourself way more. Because if you're not, are, if you're not the best version of yourself, how can you take care of the people that you love or the people that you actually want to pour into? How are you going to be do? How are you going to be able to do that if you're not pouring into yourself as much as you are supposed to be, right? So. That's something I had to learn, too. So self-discovery and self-awareness, like I said, it's a tough thing. It's not something that you could just figure out in one day. I'm telling you right now, it's something that takes time, something that needs to marinate, needs to soak, like, prepare, like, needs that TLC, like, literally. So it's crazy. And then, because I feel like I want to get into this in the next episode, so I'll probably only talk about this briefly, so stay tuned if you want to hear that. Um, but I feel like self-discovery being linked to self-awareness is also a, a piece to connect you to healing, right? And healing is a, a broad spectrum of things that you can do and it's like realizing your toxicity looking into the mirror and truly loving every part of your, yourself and not only yourself but your story which means loving everything that you've been a part of so i'll talk about that briefly because i really want to get into that next episode but um and even loving a part of your story comes with letting go and, and letting go of all that's hurting you keeping you stuck stopping you from your, your purpose and who you're supposed to be and who you are right um, and just ultimately being a, becoming a new you, like that's what healing is, is supposed to do. Like that is the solution that you're supposed to be working towards, right? So yeah, th this podcast, and I say that to say, this podcast will be an example of healing. It will be an example of self-discovery. It will be an example of self-awareness. Um, and not only for myself, because I feel like a lot of these things I already know already, but it will, I want to help people do that. I want to help people on their journey with that and not saying I'm an expert on these things in no such manner, but I feel like I shouldn't hide what I know and hide how I know how to get there. Right. So I know these things are certain things that you have to change about yourself to ultimately become the best version of yourself so if I know that and I know that these are key things that are to put you into the right lane of your purpose instead of you making wrong turns right right lanes wrong turns um these are things that you I need to be talked about need to be said need to have conversations on need to be have dialogue about um need to have advice given like this is what this show is going to be about. And hopefully I wasn't just rambling because I'm a rambler. So, yes, guests, please, if you want to come on, let me know so I can have a real nice dialogue with people. Um, but I hope I wasn't rambling and you, you actually 
connected to what I was saying and the dots connected and, and, and it made sense. And um, that I grasped your attention to want to dive in more, dig in more, listen more, become a listener to what greatness is about to transpire on this show, right? <laughs> and with that being said, um, I want to transition into what this version of the show, OGs of Sip and Spill with Slick, um, I used to do Slip and, Sip and Spill with Slick shout outs, right? So now I'm changing that to Pretty People shout outs. <laughs> I like that name. Um, and today I want to shout out one of my really good friends. Um, I'm very proud of him because he has just gotten um, a new spot for the business, JNA Detail Service, right? He just got a new spot, super, super proud of him. And he does an amazing job. When I say amazing, and I'm not just saying this because he's my friend, um, he does an amazing job with cleaning your car. And I'm one of those people who, sure, I could do it myself, but when I go, I'm not really getting what I'm supposed to be getting. It's still looking uh, raggedy. I'm not even a tad bit, it's still looking raggedy. He will go in and go do above and beyond what I could do. Um, so, yeah, I love his services. Clean. He has good customer service. Amazing customer service at that. Um, he gets you in and out. If you want to, you don't have to wait there. If you want to, you, you can wait at the spot. Like, go check him out. Nice prices. Like, a nice black young man doing his thing as an entrepreneur in the city like and I'm not even speaking just in Rochester in, in general like if you want to drive up here in Rochester New York to come get services I'm saying this man is that good like um just to be an entrepreneur in this world in general like I just want to support that and shout that out um so yes go check out JNA detail go look at the IG the Instagram is JA D-E-T-A-I-L-S-E-R-V-I-C-E-J-A Detail Service. That's basically what that was. Um, so go check out the Instagram. Go look out the prices. Go check out the work. Go check out the customer reviews. Like, yes, it's, it's really nice. It's really nice. So, yes, go check out my friend and his business. That is Pretty People Shoutouts of the Dead. Now, moving on to the next segment... This is going to kind of mimic, um, what is it? The black acknowledgments that I had before. Um, this segment is called Pretty Proud. Because um, these are people that I'm proud of their accomplishments or what they did or what they're you know, going to do. Whatever the case may be, this is somebody that people should be proud of, right? Um, so on this segment of the day, the person that I'm pretty proud of is Judge Kentaji Brown Jackson. She is the first black female justice, um, and she got the votes coming in at 53 to 47. That was pretty close. That was kind of close, y'all. But she won, and that is amazing. Like, to be the first black woman, like, she will now be sitting in the country's, the country's highest court in... For her to be a black female, and she's sitting in the country's highest court right now, round of applause. Like, shout out to you. That is a, that's something to be proud of. So I just wanted to shout her out on the segment Pretty Proud today. Um, I hope you're enjoying the new stuff that I'm throwing. Like, are you catching it? <laughs> but yes, um, shout out to her. Um, but yes, that, this is what, a gist of what Pretty 
perfect knot is going to be like. Um, I hope you stay. I hope you listen. Yeah, I hope you tune in. Like I said, I am going to have guests like I had before on here. And, of course, I want to interview people like I did before. But, of course, we're going to have dialogue now, baby. (laughs) Be ready to talk. Be ready to engage. It's going to be fun. Don't think I'm not fun. I'm very fun. So, yes, tune in. And, yeah, I guess that's a wrap, people. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Pretty perfect knot. And don't forget. (laughs) 